Hello and welcome to the podcast series Iconic Ads with Devlina and Saurav presented by Icons Behind Brands. I, Devlina, is back with my co-host Mr. Saurav Bajaj to discuss another iconic advertisement campaign of famous brand Nokia. Yes, we will be looking forward to what marketing and ad strategies the team of Nokia employed. And I have a very prominent figure as a guest today with me. And I have a very prominent figure and I have a guest with me. She is an award-winning marketer with over 15 years of expertise across telecom, e-commerce, consumer durables and FMCG industry. She has worked with various famous brands like Coca-Cola, Flipkart, Bharti Airtel and Micromax Informatics and she is currently working as a Chief Marketing Officer at L'Oreal, Ms. Aditi Anand. Sir, he has emailed me. Give me two minutes, I will talk to you. Arvaq, on the phone, everything is there, there is no time. No, this one, brother. Hey, man, you have Sharma. Omelette. Mama, I will do it in the office. Man, he has done it, he has done it. जो मेरा वो भी तेरा जो मुझ में वो भी तेरा ये तो तेरा है आप ही तो कहते रहते हो माँ कि पूरा दिन फोन पे लगा रहता है तो आज के लिए ये फोन आपका और मैं भी हैप्पी दिवाली माँ आपकी कसम कह रहा हूँ की फिर बताए क्या हुआ चाची ने पीछे से पकड़ लिया अरे नहीं चाहिए ममा ले लेना नहीं चाहिए ना दिया चला आपने फिर वंडरफुल Aditi would love to know about your association with this brand Nokia that time and your involvement with this uh, piece of ad campaign that time. Sure. So I joined Nokia in 2017. Uh, Nokia, as we all know, had exited the smartphone segment altogether after the takeover by Microsoft and then Microsoft decided to put the plug on them. So while the enterprise business was always there, which is the network business, the feature phone business, which is the, the keypad phones, which don't support internet, that business always existed. But the smartphone, which is actually where all the action uh, lies, that business had, had been put out. And Nokia was planning to relaunch the smartphone business and uh, like a full mobile services division again. And they fived off another startup called HMD Global, which was a global startup present in 80 countries with the task of bringing back Nokia phones into the world. So I joined in 2007 before this venture was commercially launched while the company was still there. We had not launched our first phone and I joined in the capacity of the consumer marketing head. 
so as consumer marketing head i was responsible for the overall consumer strategy of bringing back nokia into india how to launch it how to position the brand uh, how to do product marketing what phones to launch which consumer segments to go after how do we position it what should be our media strategy and all aspects of marketing per se so this campaign came in that year only so we launched in may 2017 with the iconic 30 310 in a new avatar with a new snake and all of that which got a lot of buzz excitement etc but it was still not our core business our core business was smartphones and we launched a couple of other smartphones with e-commerce partners in offline retail in starting from june july 2017 and the way we analyzed the market and our strategy was that There are two brands in the mobile phone industry if you look at it one is iOS and the other is Android so there is an apple standing with ios and there is no, nothing like that and then there is are a host of hardware options available with very similar looking chinese brands or korean brands which all have android at the heart of it and therefore from a functionality form factor etc there is not much differentiation they're all doing product based marketing they're talking about features they're not really talking nobody was talking about a consumer benefit nobody was talking about brand building or was investing time in brand building and in this sea of sameness of the android market there was a nokia which was which had a very distinct position in the market in the past which had a very clear brand identity it stood for connecting people it was very the nokia ringtone was world over one of the most recognized sounds uh, and we did have a lot of these brand assets in our in our belly and we also had a lot of latent equity so again that whole exercise of who should be the consumer in the first year who should we talk to came up and we said millennials is what we're going to go after then we put a psychographic segmentation we said which kind of millennials are we talking to people who are into uh, the newest shiniest gadget are we talking into people who are not just skin deep are we talking about content creators etc etc and basically we said that in the first phase before we expand and become like a full service player we want to in a big way announce that the brand is back and while the brand is now being handled by a different company still many people don't know that it was hyped off as hmd global which was handling the brand we said it's the same brand which our generation has grown up holding we couldn't find a person who was 25 to 35 who had not owned a nokia phone or didn't have a nokia phone in their household was owned by their father was owned by their elder brother etc so everybody in that age group of 25 to 35 knew about nokia had either had a nokia phone in the past or someone in the family had the nokia phone in the past so those were our warmest consumers to kind of go out for the brand already stood for a couple of things like the brand the ringtone of the brand the positioning of connecting people and human connections over technology um the the iconic snake game and there was these these pieces the, the two hands coming together those were all brand assets that people still recognized and replay our task was how do we get to these people who are already nokia warm consumers who moved away from nokia because nokia stopped 
fulfilling their need of a smartphone how do we talk to them how do we get them back and how do we tell them in a sea of sameness of brands nokia is still your old nokia which basically humanizes technology and puts people above technology we strongly believe that technology was a means to an end either forging human connections or for the betterment of the society or for your progress versus an end in itself a lot of options available in the market then and today talk about technology for technology's sake not about what technology can do for you so we said let's come back let's remind consumers who we are let's announce in a big way that nokia is back and let's do a little bit of a brand relaunch actually a massive brand relaunch not a little bit and that's when the diwali campaign was conceptualized as a brand building metric it was a purely thematic campaign it didn't have any business metrics attached to it because we were still ramping up our supply chain we were still kind of figuring out our product range we did have three smartphones in the market in different price segments but demand was higher than supply so we were still figuring out all those issues so this was clearly to sort of announce and prepare the road map for the next year which was the full year of 2018 where we had big ambitions of going after big market share so this was just a brand building brand in you know rekindle the brand love evoke some amount of brand nostalgia tell people in a big way that nokia is back in a very nokia way which separates us from everything else that's there in the market so that was the genesis of this ad uh, we worked with taproot uh, densu taproot for this campaign and uh, this is what came out and we were very, like incredibly happy with this campaign when it came out so i have a ton of questions because this is a you know fascinating brand campaign and you know thing to talk about hmm. but before we you know jump to the main part of the conversation i just want to get an idea from you that in terms of what this uh, ad was supposed to do and from the performance of nokia as a brand for smartphones in the market uh, do you think that both are being delivered so uh, like i said the brand was it the campaign was supposed to build salience for the brand because there was like top of mind not top of mind awareness for the brand is 100% top of mind awareness obviously had taken a dip because it had exited the market so from a pure play brand kpi point of view we were trying to build salience and preference for the brand and then we were also trying to remind people that you know this is this was these were the brand ethos last when you had an experience with the brand and we are still the same while we've changed the product configuration etc so this campaign purely was brand love consumer love consumer interest back into their minds setting up a little bit of an imagery etc that kind of a campaign it delivered on that and there were this is this one piece of creative that you see it was a massive 360 campaign which had influencers content partnerships outdoor activations and i can talk about what we did outdoor radio integrations and a lot of paraphernalia around it it was a massive mega marketing buzz that we did in year 1 yeah and you know that's that's massive because there are a lot of companies which go through turmoil you know like whether it is uh, the maggi fiasco on nestle you know or the insect controversy in cadbury's in uh, 2003 the challenges that the current telecom players have been going through you know with the churn that has happened in the last couple of years the mergers and you know so on and so forth and when this is not anything to do with the campaign but yet i'm you know very excited to understand what does it take for leadership and for people in there 
to sort of hold that spirit morale and you know and, and to light that fire because you know skepticism is the easiest of human traits you know i mean the it takes uh, like one small snap for the whole organization to become skeptical and skepticism to spread you know but doing the reverse of that you know in, engineering a positive brand internally is really difficult so what do you think are the stuff that is going on within the organization which enable that kind of a culture to foster i think couple of things and i've not lived through, through that phase so it's all my hypothesis and how i interacted with people over the four and a half years that i was there i think one is that every single person who held on to his or her role in nokia and transition to microsoft and then to hmd really believed in the power of the brand like they would swear by the brand full like no other second they had a lot of confidence in in the fact that they know how to make and market mobile phones a lot of them had done it very successfully in nokia at one point in time had 60 70% market share so they knew how to do it so they said we are not new to the business we are not new to to how to market launch sell mobile phones we know that we were market leaders and we have a great brand with us so we have all the ingredients of success what went wrong with nokia was betting on the wrong product strategy where they decided to go with windows operating system and not with android and windows is a desktop first operating so it's very limiting it's not built for a mobile age and that's what kind of the experience of the product the way you use the product the way you interact with the phone that experience was compromised on windows which is why which is which is what led to nokia's demise from a hardware perspective they were always bringing innovations ahead of the curve whether it was that twist phone or whether it was the flap phone or whether it was like huge megapixels in the camera whether they were tie ups with the carl zeiss and the sony's of the world the music express if you look back at hardware innovations nokia was always ahead of the game where they fumbled and they fell was software and software is not something that they owned or they had expertise in they just decided to go with windows and that kind of didn't work so it was a big failure that cost them a lot but the people who stayed back actually came they were coming from a the power of the brand b the fact that they were unquestioned leaders of the market and they had built the brand and gained a 70% market share in india so they were very confident of being able to do it again and i think third it was just that european companies and the culture in european companies and i experienced it for the first time was very different from now i can say an american company and from an indian company there is something very very empowering something that gives you a lot of ownership and makes an employee a partner versus just an employee so now coming on to the business side of the conversation on the ad itself if for a brand wanting to uh, talk about itself coming back there are uh, multiple things one can do but if i have to just put them into some random buckets the first thing that one can do is to try to trigger the nostalgia from the past connecting people this is what we are memory structure this is what we have seen the second thing one can do is to say what's new you know it's about saying that you know what we have a right to exist and this is what it is and by the way we now have this classy technology and we're going to kick ass both these routes should have put the product at the center you know you you're saying that this is who i used to be so that's product at the center the second route is again about uh, product at the center because now we are so preloaded interestingly you didn't take either of these two routes <coughs> you took a third route the third route is about the consumer 
and <coughs> typically brands which are already entrenched consumer brands do that i mean you know a brand which is already doing well say dairy milk i'm on question i just need to fan the little bit of loyalty and i continue going forward right versus somebody who has got a real hard task to do out there right they typically feel they have the luxury to invest in some brand love right versus in your case there is also uh, uh, this other thing at stake saying that you know we need to bring back memory structures we need to trigger all of this so were the first two routes also considered was it an aggressive and a and a thought out debate or a discussion and you know how did that sort of pan out because like in my head i would have probably taken the first route and said that you know what i i need to remind people very very proactively you know but you have not done that you not even put the product at the center in the film you know it's the consumer at the center yeah so very interesting question by the way for a category which is like a mobile phones category i think there are two parallel streams of marketing that continue one is product led marketing where you actually need to sell the product which is more feature led what the feature will do for you slightly more education also at the end of it but largely functional marketing and all brands do that and you need to do that because people will finally buy a product on the strength of its features the other is brand building or consumer marketing and very few brands do consumer marketing for very few products you do consumer marketing or you do it at a corporate level etc uh, when we came back so we we launched in may uh 2017 and we launched with 3310 which was one of the best sellers of the past in a more retro cool uh, you know interface hardware etc and then we launched three smartphones in the mid range segment and then came the diwali campaign so this was the third media intervention this was not the first media intervention the first media intervention uh like i was mentioning earlier there were some assets of nokia brand assets of nokia which activate the memory structure like the ringtone universally recognized as a nokia ringtone the two hands coming together recognized and the snake game so those were the brand assets that we used which are slightly also product led assets that we used when we were announcing reentry which happened in may and june july at the time of product launch Diwali we said we don't have this is about generating consumer love and getting mass awareness on the brand superb okay amazing uh, so aditi uh, you were also talking about uh, this relaunch and uh, when nokia decided to come back again here uh, this was a massive 360 degree campaign right so apart from this uh, you have done all other sort of uh, you know branding activities so what what was that and what was the brand message you wanted to share and whom uh, you have reached out uh, that time i mean who was the target audience that particular time and what was the response you got from the market so our tar- our target audience in the first phase when we launched nokia we defined them as millennials but millennials is broad so we said our target audience are going to be somebody called a purpose seeking millennial and by purpose seeking millennial was exactly people who believed technology is a means to an end people who believed in the greater goodness of mankind people who believe that products should should be sustainable there there is more than just the owning the latest gadget etc thoughtful and we defined a complete consumer persona like that so those were the people we were talking to we also went to a lot of these youth touch points in malls in cafe coffee days in cinemas etc where we were 
the the branded box that you see in the TV ad where she receives the box those were being given away for free so you could just walk to a Nokia counter and it was all there also on our retail stores and all the places where we were selling smartphones i think we were selling in 15000 or 25000 uh, places uh, which was the retail network at that point in time everywhere you can walk in you could pick a phone because we just didn't want it to be point of view advertising we wanted people to actually pick up a Nokia box put their phone inside that and give put it away on the Diwali day so we were we were doing that through a lot of activations that we're doing at these youth touch points we also had a facebook app that we had created where you could create these personalized digital gift boxes and you could do tag somebody and say this Diwali i am gifting my phone to my mom Uh, and i'm going to celebrate it like that and there was a huge social media campaign with influencers etc where uh, then we did an integration with tvf where, with with a very popular pop- property called truth and truth or dare that they have where you see that the husband and wife the that couple which is very famous sumit vyas and i don't remember the name of the girl but they are basically playing truth and dare and then basically through that content piece they bring out the whole idea that diwali is about celebrating time together and keeping the phone away in a very fun way yeah i think largely those were the touch points that we reached out to if i remember correctly but these are pretty fascinating and i really love the idea of you know uh, providing the nokia boxes and uh, circulating that that because that is how you are connecting once again thank you aditi thanks a lot for sharing such nice insights with us thank you, so thank you aditi thank you saurav once again i think it was a iconic conversation uh, about nokia so sort of now i'm curious to know about the three takeaways and learning from this particular piece of conversation today you know i think it's been a very gratifying conversation you know not just for me and you but also for our users because you know nokia is such a well loved brand you would all love to know what happened in its core what happened to the story why did it disappear and how did it come back so in that sense i think this has been a very valuable conversation for most of us but in terms of the three key learning when it comes to advertising what i want to talk about is first uh, you know there is a lot of brand task when it comes to talking about your features and benefit and pushing your brand but often when you want to do brand love and build strengthen emotional equity it is also about understanding your consumer more deeply is that the fact that the consu- that the brand knew very clearly who their consumer is it's a consumer which already has a latent love for nokia has used mm-hmm. nokia at some point in time and all and it is about rekindling that love yeah the second is about you know deeply knowing your brand's proposition you know and only when you deeply know your brand's proposition can you also take an anti category stance the only reason why nokia had the right to take this anti category stance of saying that you know what actually keep your phone away this diwali and the reason why they could do that is because they knew that they had purposeful millennials as their uh, as their cohort they understood their mindset very well and they knew that they will resonate with this advertising the third thing which i wanted to say is that often advertising is seen as is is like is done in a step by step manner so you had already done the first phase which is about announcing the end entry pack you had done the fact about launching those multiple new models and now it is about diwali it is about strengthening loyalty and brand equity so which is the fact is advertising can have multiple tasks and those tasks are a part of a continuation of brand strategy and i think that's where this particular ad fits in yeah and hence just to recap 
uh, it is about you know deeply understanding your consumer and hence sparring brand love it's about understanding your consumer cohort and their mindset better which stands out from your proposition and finally it is about understanding what is the job to be done and not always you'll have one job to be done you're going to have different advertising or different pieces of communication for multiple jobs to be done so i think that for me is the top 3 takeouts from this episode superb uh, sarav and and these are uh, very uh, precise takeaways my favorite from these three is like you have to be very courageous and have to uh, be ready to take the calculated risk in terms of the you know anti um, category branding and all so thank you for sharing uh, these valuable takeaways for us week on week uh, with our viewers yeah so thank you for being here sarav thank you so much looking forward to next week Thank you for all our viewers and listener for patiently listening to us. Well, there is no doubt that over the years Nokia has found and cultivated success in a variety of industrial se- sectors. Hope today's episode would have helped you understand what ways Nokia leveraged to reach heights. Let's meet in the next episode everyone.